Daddy Valenti. <laughs> I like actually stop it. Well, speaking of fucks. Why, hello and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Aliza Ora. I'm Lorena Rose. And I'm producer Ashley. And we're here to talk about every episode of the 1999 WB series Roswell, one episode at a time and spoiler free. Today we're discussing season two, episode 21, The Departure, the season finale. According to IMDb, this is the one where Max, Michael, Isabel, and Tess prepare to return to their home planet using the granolith and the directions from the book that Alex translated. They find that saying goodbye is not the easy thing to do. Max and Liz discover that the university student they believe to be an alien is not, and therefore could not be Alex's killer. Maria's mom and Kyle start to remember things that Tess had mind-warped them to forget. This episode originally aired on May 21st, 2001, and it was written by Jason Kadams and directed by Patrick R. Norris. Dream Team. Yeah. So, cold open. So, yeah. Except this time, it's a little different. Because we got Michael here to tell us what's really going on. Yeah. Michael to get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> so I also think it's funny that Maria's like, so Max and Tess are an item. There, I said it. When it's like, they had sex episodes ago. A couple ago. episodes this ago. This is not new. Yeah. They've been an item. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe that's why Michael was like, let me just take over. Yeah. They, they are pregnant. Tess is pregnant. <laughs> We found a way home. We getting out of here. Cut to the granolith and a big crystal dildo key. Because it wouldn't be the WB without a crystal dildo. <laughs> right inside the Starship 3000. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and we got some pretty blatant exposition. Max yes. being like, this is the key. We will only have 24 hours. This only has one mission. Like, okay, <laughs> so we get the full story of what's going on with the granolith. All the things that we have apparently learned from the document that Alex translated. Mm-hmm. Um, so they only have 24 hours. And this real cool-looking graphic to uh, <laughs> show them the countdown. Yeah. It's going to keep us on track all episode. And Isabel already looks so sad, right? So Straight out the sad. gate in this episode. Oh. Yeah, she is not ready to leave her parents, her home. Ugh. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. She's devastated. I hate I hate seeing Isabel so sad. This is like the one time though that I don't blame Max for being like, We have twenty four hours, I'm putting the key in now, we have to go. Like, because it's actually not just about him having power over others, it's like my son will die. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I still wish that. I mean, I guess you can't really take a vote. It's fine. <laughs> no, if your you, kid like, you is can't. in danger, you're not going to vote. But he could have said, I'm putting the key in. We have 24 hours. Tess and I are leaving. If you want to come with us, you have 24 hours to right. get here. Not yeah. you have 24 hours to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. Right. Not Period. just assuming. I'm making this decision. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we cut to the crash down where 
Kyle is tapping. He's tapping. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I almost missed it. It was like such a small little detail. They didn't like make a big deal out of it at all. Like, I wonder what it could mean. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's real subtle for sure. When this scene started, I was excited because I was like, oh, it's my two favorite girls. Well, okay, Isabel, whatever. Two of my favorite girls (laughs) with my two favorite guys. Mm -hmm. But they immediately went into like a stupid conversation about, you know, Sean shouldn't have an earring and that and Sean thinks that so-and-so is the R word and just come on. And Kyle thinks earrings are gay. Like, yeah, just let's. Yeah, I know yeah. it's 2001, but I'm over not it. here for it. Yeah, over it. Was over it in 2001. I'm over it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Kyle is told to stop tapping and he says he, he like he didn't even realize he was doing it. Mm hmm. So weird. Wonder why they put that in there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to we'll just have to pay attention and find out, I guess. There's also, who is it? One of them, I think Kyle, as uh, Max and Michael approach, makes reference to Heckle and Jekyll. Yeah, it's Kyle. Um, I had to look this up because this, to me, felt like one of those references that adult writers throw in to be clever, but it's like not something that a kid would ever say. Yeah, I also had to look it up. And what I found was that it was uh, a post-war cartoon of Mm -hmm. animated wisecracking magpies. Yep. (laughs) And created by Paul Terry in 1946. And they looked familiar to me. I was like, oh, okay, sure. Like, I know these magpies. But what was interesting is that originally, um, and I know we talked about this prior to recording this, but that they had initially been husband and wife um, Mm -hmm. when it first came out but then when by the time it got really popular uh, it was just two little dude magpies so yeah (laughs) again a 1946 cartoon like what does a teenager absolutely that's what Kyle's watching on Saturday mornings not you know Animaniacs or something else from this generation Ren and Stimpy Oh, and well, when Heckle and Jekyll arrive, uh, they are very serious, and Maria immediately jumps to worst case scenario. But first, when they first arrive, I don't want to miss the daggers that Liz is shooting <laughs> out of her eyes at Max. Yes. Daggers. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is sad to watch Maria, who clearly has been traumatized by loss just mm-hmm. recently um mm-hmm. immediately being like oh god is someone dead in full panic too yeah 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 but i do like that michael immediately puts that fire out mm-hmm. he doesn't say like because he very easily could have been like we'll talk about it later yeah i need to see you tonight but he was like no 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 it's nothing like that but it is kind of like that it is is kind of like i'm gonna leave this planet forever and ever in less than 24 hours right (laughs) loss is loss you know and like yes different loss is different but like it's not a competition and somebody leaving your Mm -hmm. life forever with no way to talk to them ever again that's yeah that's kind of like they're dead yeah it you know in terms of functionality it's the same thing 
Mm-hmm. Uh, until they invent intergalactic book. Ooh. Where we can send friend requests to yes. the aliens. Oh, you mean, you mean until they create my space? Oh, that was better. <laughs> Except that, like, kind of, but they already created my space and it wasn't like that. But, you know, I felt like I had to. Yeah. <laughs> And then we head up to Liz's room where my note here is, was that hard for you to say you were right, Max? Was that hard for you? Probably the hardest thing he's ever done. Yeah. So he basically uh, has to tell Liz that she was right, that Alex was murdered by an alien and he uh, is going to take care of it. He still doesn't say that he's sorry for all the shit he put her through, though. No. He does no, not. no. Come on. We can't expect too much of him. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and Liz is just like, well, fuck that. I'm coming too. Yeah. Like, no, you're not just going to go deal with it. I'm coming. I will, I will come to Las Cruces with you. And then we go to this heartbreaking scene at the Evans. <sighs> and it's mm-hmm. just this like mundane, like eating Chinese food takeout with Isabel yeah. and... Philip and, and Diane. Is talking about the new the new cable plan that she bought and Philip is like obsessed with the Chinese mustard. Yeah. <laughs> like just such yeah, just such a mundane household conversation and you can tell how much Isabel wants to tell her parents what's going on as she has wanted to do many times in the past and Max has basically forbade her from doing so. <sighs> like like she has no say. In her own truth and her relationship with her parents and who she trusts. Yeah. Where she goes to college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any of it. What planet she stays on. Right. Um, Yeah. And it's so sad to see her. She like goes. uh, Did she go to the fridge to get something? Maybe to look for the mustard. mustard. And she's like hiding her crying. It's sad. Mm. Oh, Katie. Such a good actress. She is. That face. Yeah. Yeah. And then we head to the Valenti house with uh, Daddy Valenti. <laughs> Daddy Valenti. <laughs> Lisa's not even here, but Lorena's here uh, carrying on the torch. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's just, just so. I mean, it just felt weird to say Dad Valenti. No, he, he is Daddy Valenti. The, you said yeah, it perfectly correct. Doesn't roll off the tongue the same, but he is. Just so sweet and stepping into that caretaker role for Tess and letting her know that she'll always be a part of their family. And then Tess does try out the word dad so awkwardly. (laughs) I did not like that part. (laughs) But I did like that he was like, how did it sound? Or like, she... How did it feel or whatever? He's like, how did it feel? She's like, yeah, it felt a little weird. Too weird. A little too weird. (laughs) But I I mean, as much as we know how horrible Tess is now, mm-hmm. right? This is like the big reveal is mm-hmm. this episode. It's just amazing to see him be so welcoming and wonderful to her and not just to her, but to her unborn baby. Yeah. And like he, you know, he just like so naturally became this like father role to her and then so naturally could slip right into a grandfather role. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And he's really come a long way, too. Like, he's come a long way in the oh, course yeah. of the two seasons. Because, yeah. like, remember at the beginning when he was so, I mean, he was so obsessed with just 
discovering whether or not aliens were real. So I guess that yeah. is like off of his mental plate now. But like he would like forget Kyle. Like he yeah. forgets to pick Kyle up. He, you know, d- he just was a very absent father figure in mm-hmm. season one, especially the earlier part. And then, and now not only is he a very involved father with Kyle, but with Tess as well as a father yeah. figure. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was like the trauma of almost losing Kyle that like I do, yeah, made that big shift? He had so he had already started like little like little bits of trying to be better but it didn't really he didn't really fully jump back into the dad role until kyle almost died yeah and that was also like what solidified so like mutual trust between him and max Mm -hmm. and him Mm -hmm. like being part of the the pod which is so weird to me his relationship with max who yeah. is a teenager, just like all the others, and he's very much like a dad, like a father figure to everyone else, but to Max is an equal. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. As another in-charge person. And it's like, I mean, he might be in charge, but that doesn't mean that he is, like... Not a fucking teenager. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking teenager, and not a good one. I do remember <laughs> the first time I watched this episode, getting all teary-eyed and thinking that it was cute. Yeah, you yeah, right, because you don't know <laughs> Rewatching it, I was like, "You don't deserve to call him dad." No, Until she does twenty not. minutes later, <laughs> when the truth is revealed, and it just makes what she did even worse. Like, yes. if if possible, after having been, you know, shown such love and you know, open arms and being yeah accepted into a family, not just as a guest but as a member of the family, mm-hmm. and this fully is fully taken care of. Yeah, yeah, she's totally taking advantage of them. It's fucked. Well, speaking of fucked, Max is about to <laughs> fuck up Leanna and set fire to her apartment. Because that makes sense and is the most uh, logical step forward. Yeah. And I do want to point out that they're in the ceiling vents and in in most shows they will have like fans or something to make it sound like they're less clunky, but they did not in this show. And so it is just like... <laughs> as they're like running through (laughs) i was like um if i was in a dorm in that building i would be like what the fuck is happening yeah (laughs) something is going on are there chupacabras up there what is like that is not rats like yeah (laughs) also like how easy is it actually to gain access to a vent system and climb through it like people do in so many right. movies and TV shows. I'm going to guess real easy. In real life? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've never I tried think, it. Okay, Lorena. That's our next <laughs> adventure. We're going to put Lorena yeah. in some air ducts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Cool, cool, cool. I'm game. Listeners, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. We'll go into air ducts for, for science. <sighs> But yeah, Max's solution here is to set fire, set a fire in her dorm room. And like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I didn't envision him like then having to like, I don't know, like use a lightning bolt and then like melt the walls and then like melt the things behind the walls and then like keep melting the walls to start a fire. (laughs) I also like, maybe I just misunderstood what he said, but when he told Liz what he was going to do. I thought he was just going to, like, 
focus a but beam you... into the room and start yeah. a fire in the room. Yeah. See, I took it as more of like an electrical fire. Like he's got to get into the electrical wires and set them on fire and then it will spread. But it's like he has powers, right? Yeah. Does he need to get physically into the wall to start an electrical fire? <laughs> right? If the electrical box is right there. So just like, you know, give zoop, a little zoop. spark through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Max. You know, he's got to be extra. <laughs> he has to do it the most dramatic way possible. <laughs> he does. And, and he has to give time for Liz to not want to be involved in this and leave and then have the vision of the blood and realize it's probably human blood because it was red and and that then burst into Liana's room and get her out in time. Was that so. because it was red? I don't know. I oh, mean, no. that's... No, no, that's no. The only... It was because she she made some comment about having noticed that Leanna was sewing, right? And that's mm-hmm. how she yeah. poked her finger. Yeah. And uh, I think, like, because, you know, if Isabel has had a stain or whatever, she, like, uses her powers to fix it, that, like, an alien would use powers to mend the button oh, or whatever she was sewing, but she was sewing by hand, which kind of interesting. I think I had left Liz that. thinking like, huh, why would an alien do that? And then she was like, oh, and there's this blood so I can test it before we fucking kill her with a Look fire. Look at you. So smart. I I did not think of that at all. Me neither. I just thought Me it was because neither. she saw the blood. <laughs> no, cause, because, you know, the, our aliens bleed red, too. It's only when you look under a microscope yeah. that it's all green Yeah, no, you're totally right. So yeah, I think that's what it was. I think she said something to that Good effect. Good point. I did not think that. And when she goes in and gets that tissue, <laughs> I just am so curious as to how long Leanna was sewing and how hard she was poking herself because that tissue was covered in blood right. like a like <laughs> nosebleed or did something. Did she poke her fingertip or her jugular? <laughs> right. <laughs> Lorena, I did not need you to act that out. <laughs> Too bad. I did anyway. Lorena held up a an invisible needle up to her neck. <laughs> no, that was that was cute. So yeah. Liz has time to run in and get Leanna out of there. And mm-hmm. I forget she gave her some like bullshit. Excuse. She runs in There's... and says fire, fire. And then as yeah. soon as they get, the, get out. out in the hall, she goes like Oh, never mind. False alarm. Just oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Max comes back out being like, what the fuck? She's yeah. like, she's not an she's alien. Human. She can't be the killer. I don't remember. What if she's just a really practical alien? Right, it's like, <laughs> what, aliens can't sew? Come on. Some people like sewing. Yeah. <laughs> I could see Isabel, like, knitting or something. Yeah. For, like, calming herself down and everything. Yeah. But plot point. Yeah, 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 true. Oh, and then we head to a very sad, but also very awkward closing scene. Isabel, who does she want to say goodbye to besides her parents, who she can't say goodbye to because they don't know she's an alien? She wants to say goodbye to Alex. And she goes to his grave and is sitting with him and talking to him. And it just breaks my heart. And there's candles and it's... Yeah. It's really... It's nice. Candles and, it's and roses. And I saw his epitaph for the first time, which I, I had to pause on it. Um, and in addition to, like, beloved son and friend, it also says, may your song always be sung. 
Which I thought was a sweet sentiment for, you know, a musician who is very loved. Yeah. And people will keep singing his song. Yeah. Um, And Colin. Colin shows up. Yeah. And so I remember reading that that other scene was the last one of him in the show. But I think I had misread that it was the last one that Colin filmed. Because I think this had been filmed back, like, when they had him on the lot and everything. Mm -hmm. Got it. I'm assuming. Yeah, that would make sense. Because, yeah, he's in this scene, or in this episode a couple times, because then we also have him in the Kyle flashbacks later. Mm -hmm. Which all could have been filmed in one day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Then we have to close out this beautiful, heartbreaking scene with an awkward ghost dance. (laughs) Which, I don't mind the part where, like... You see Isabel and Alex dancing together. I mind the stupid, awkward part when it pans out and you realize, no, she's really dancing with herself and just like awkwardly holding her arms up in a graveyard and swaying because Alex is not real. It's like, we know Alex is not real. Like, you don't need to show us that right. awkward mm-hmm. moment and like kill the mood. <laughs> in my opinion, there's only one ghost dance that... I want to see on screen and it ends with <laughs> four words which are can I keep you <laughs> yes. yes that's my kind of ghost dance other yes. than that no thank you yes oh if you don't know what that's from listeners google it and then go watch Casper oh we just outed the <laughs> I don't want to um, alienate our young listeners by being like we won't tell you you have to google it yourself google it we're gatekeeping this old ass movie that you absolutely can watch on your own with no problem yeah it's a really fucking cute movie it's so great with Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa and you should yes. check it out mm-hmm. so Liz and Max are in the jeep uh, I yeah. guess after having left Las Cruces mm-hmm. and he Pulls the car over, which I guess is a good move if you're going to deliver news like this to tell her that Tess is pregnant, which is also, you know, obviously his way of telling her that they had sex. And he said, we spent the night together because they cannot say the word sex on this show. He still could have just said Tess is pregnant and that's all he had to say. Yeah, like she knows she what that means. She can fill in the pieces or she can imagine that maybe Tess is pregnant by somebody else. Like she's she can good do whatever at she science. wants. She's canonically good at science. She yeah, knows how she babies knows. are made. That's why she immediately <laughs> is like, yes, I know you're together. It's like, yeah, and she's pregnant. That's yeah. all you had to say. Also, Ugh. this is another moment. The amount of times that I wrote... Emmy for Shiri in this episode is <laughs> mm. outrageous because her, like, seeing her process mm-hmm. all of this information with just her face is, like, really wild for me to comprehend as someone who can't act. <laughs> I'm like, how is she doing this? <laughs> well, it's like, I think she makes it look easy. Mm-hmm. Right, like she's so good at it, she makes it look easy that I'm like, yes. oh, you just do this with your face, it's fine. And then I go in front of the mirror and it's like, oh no, oh no, no, yeah. <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> you know, it's like, she makes me think I could do it, but like, I right. can't. You have to not feel like it in your heart and then it comes yeah. out on your just face. incredible. I guess. Um, I mean. And this episode has a nice little feature of the countdown graphic from the pod yeah. chamber mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. granolith. 
so that it actually like shows us the passage of time and time might actually make sense in this episode. Might. Don't hold me to that. Don't hold me to that. It still seems like if they have 24 hours and it's so it's going to leave the next day right after dawn, it feels like not a lot happens during all of those daylight hours between like when they originally insert the crystal key and like sundown but then there's like a lot of nighttime right but then also it seems like there's quite a bit of time after sunrise the next morning for like the driving out to the desert and all of that stuff but it is slightly more sensical in a timeline than some of our other episodes right. are. at least they like claim to be following a yeah. timeline <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, they I'm pretty sure that they stayed up all night. So yeah. like we oh, do get yeah. to see a lot of their night stuff. Yeah. Because Amy's like, What are you still doing here? Like, it's late. Why aren't you in bed? Like Yeah. 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 And then in the lab, which I don't know what lab this is, but Liz I feel and- like it's their high school science lab. Like they drove back from Las Cruces. Yeah, I mean we saw them in the Jeep, so I think you might be right about that. Also, you know, Liz is the darling of the science department. She probably yes. has a key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Liz, oh, this, I think this is when Liz explains her reasoning with like mm-hmm. why she, when she saw the blood and this and that and that, and she confirms that the blood is human. Mm-hmm. So that they have to start from the beginning. Yeah. Which is so funny to me that she, we wait until now to get the explanation and it wasn't. <laughs> If I was Max, I would be like, tell me right now. Like, I'm not going to leave and then have to come all the way back if you're wrong. They had no time, (laughs) Ashley. They had to sit in the car and drive to this lab. They had no time to talk about it. They had to drive all the way from Las Cruces to Roswell, Ashley. And in awkward silence. Yeah, when are they going to talk? Fair. Don't you know you have to be perfectly silent while driving? Yeah. For safety. Well, they could have chatted about it when they pulled over to talk about Tess. It's true. They could have pulled over to talk just like yeah. the other time. It's true. It's true. So this is when Max finally tells her like, oh, actually, I don't have time to yeah. investigate this from the beginning because like we're going back. And what does she do? Throwback. She lifts up her index finger for this throwback. Yeah. So good. Oh, and then she gets mad. And she tears that ass up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would be mad, too. She tears that ass up. (laughs) (laughs) What? She does. She tears it up. She did. It was just funny. Um, My note just says, yeah, get him, Liz. (laughs) Including, though, outing herself and saying, I saved myself for you. Yeah. And he's like, what? Like, no, you didn't. You slept with Kyle. You slept with Kyle. And And Liz is like, I want to leave. Yeah, she just immediately shuts it down. She's like, whoop, take me home. I'm leaving. And we'll come back to those two later, because now we have a really important thing to go talk about and do over at Michael's. Uh I have three things written in my notes with exclamation points after them. Candles, Italian, Scooby. Scooby, her favorite. Who is this Casanova? (laughs) Yeah, because he has Scooby-Doo plates for her. How sweet is that? Because he knows it's her favorite. And a beautiful looking salad. 
Yes. I mean, I don't know where the rest... Maybe there's Italian dressing on the salad. Maybe Perhaps there's a lasagna the in the lasagna oven. is in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We were in the same... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it must be with the garlic bread. Uh, and yeah, while Max and Liz are literally imploding, Michael and Maria are sitting here falling deeper and deeper in love. This is such a beautiful such scene. A beautiful Ugh. scene. Yeah. I know. Okay, I'm going to need you to get out of my brain. <laughs> I like, actually, stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to say these things. Stop saying them. <laughs> um, but really, also, like the fact that. You know, he has so much to tell her, and Mm -hmm. the way he starts it all is by saying what he loves about her. Yes. It's just so beautiful. My heart melted. And I am sorry that I said that Kyle and Sean were my favorites, because Michael is also my favorite. (laughs) Brendan's little, uh, little lip quiver. Oh my god. That he does. When he's about to cry. (laughs) Yeah, when he was like, I've never let anyone see me before. Ugh. There are things inside of me that I don't want people to see. Yeah, he lets her know that while, you know, Liz was having visions of Max, the only reason that Maria wasn't was because he physically stopped it from happening. Because he Mm -hmm. didn't, he was afraid to let her in. (laughs) But now he's ready to. Yeah. And she's ready to as well. Mm, She is ready to let him in. That is true. (laughs) But before that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, she sees these flashbacks. And what cracks me up is that oh even gosh. baby Michael has spiky hair. Yeah. And it's like, I think just so that you can tell which of the little two boys is Michael and which one is Max. Yeah. But I do find it very funny. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then the like denouement of uh, his visions <laughs> that he lets her in on is... Maria's face floating among the stars of the universe. That part, I did burst out laughing when yeah. that. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't think twice about the hair on the little boy. Like, my brain was like, yeah, that tracks. But the second that they showed the scene of Maria just, like, floating in the universe, I was like, bah! See, I was what the other way this? around for that one. I was like, yeah, that tracks. It's like, you know, she's seeing the way he sees her. Sure, but, like, has he ever seen her floating in space? No, but, I mean, but Liz saw a lot of space uh, yeah, imagery she did. with her yeah. max flashes, too. So I wasn't like, I her thrown off. standing in it, see. though? <laughs> <laughs> what like, I... the flashes of Liz were, like, all, like, memories from school and stuff. Right. No, no, no. I, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. What ya. I take <laughs> from this... As hokey as it is, what I take from this is that she is the center of his universe. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. That's a, yeah, that's a gross, cute way to think of it. But but I said, oh, and then, so it was both. But, you know, I mean, whether or not it it was his desired effect, um, it is, uh, I mean, it's going to get him some sex tonight right (laughs) which i think it's clear that it was not his desired effect because he even tries to stop Mm -hmm. her and continue the conversation and she's like "Uh -uh, oh buddy yeah like (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's like shh no we're doing this yeah (laughs) um but yeah no i think it's pretty clear that it this was not on his mind this was not something he was 
Yeah, not for like something expecting. he was yeah trying to wrap up before he left. Like yeah, to get some from Maria. Like oh my god, and Kyle, how much do I love Kyle? He shows up oh, in Tessa's room with so flowers to congratulate yeah. her oh. on being pregnant. Yeah, which just. What a sweetie. So sweet. But being in that room that used to be his and is now hers uh, triggers some weird visions for him. Yeah. Alex in the mirror, like, kind of monotonously saying things. Yeah. Yeah. And he panics and he starts to remember and he's like, he was here. He was here the night he died. I have to tell my dad. And then Tess loses her shit. Yeah. She is coming a little unhinged. And I think this is the moment that we, as the viewers, realize see that it first becomes, yes. like, abundantly clear that, like, oh, yeah, Tess is responsible for this. Yeah, yeah, that something, yeah, that something bad happened here and it is her fucking fault. Um, but before she does mind warp him and get rid of those memories again... He starts to tell her about his mom, which is something we've never really heard about in the show, Mrs. about Mrs. Valenti. Like, we know mm-hmm. that she's not there, and we know that it's just been Kyle and Jim for a long time, but we find out here that she left when Kyle was only six, mm. and that this is, like, the first time it's felt like family since she left, and then he, she's gonna fucking betray him. So it's, like, been, what? 10, 10-ish years since she left, and those yeah. plates are still up on the... Yeah. <laughs> those, like, the- <laughs> cheesy plates on the, like, plaid wall pla- wallpaper. Oh, the wallpaper. <laughs> and they've moved around so much since then, too. I know. <laughs> it is, like, sad, though, the idea that that it would take another woman coming and being part of their family for him to feel like it's a family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do think it probably had something to do with the fact that his dad has, you know, like, was not a great dad, like we were just talking about. So I wonder if he doesn't correlate her being there with also Jim being a better father. Right. Yeah, there are definitely other factors there other than just, like, there's now another person and it's a woman. Right. But she did make Christmas dinner. Yeah, she she did definitely, like, do things to make it feel more homey. Yeah. Yeah. So then she wipes him, and he goes instantly back into sweet mode. Yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna miss you. Ugh, my heart. Yeah. Fuck you, Tess. Fuck you, Tess. Fuck you, Tess, but you're still cuter with Max than Liz. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ashley? What was that? Just had something in my throat. Uh, and then we get a nice another shot of that like fancy countdown, that like CGI countdown in the granolith chamber, mm-hmm. um, so that we know that time is passing. It's getting closer to time to leave. And now we go back to uh, the conversation that kind of had been started before uh, mm-hmm. between Liz and Max, because yeah. when she had said, "I saved myself for you," and he was like, "No, you slept with Kyle." He totally did read her face and knew exactly yeah. what it meant. He's like, you never slept with Kyle, did you? I love the way that Liz reacts here when she is like, when he gives her the necklace. Because first of all, he's not going to get a ring. Who gives rings to anyone anymore? But what an antiquated 1950s idea to like give someone your class ring. I'm like, right. is it bye bye birdie right now? Like what's going on? Exactly. 
Is it season one of Buffy? Is this a clattering? <laughs> I don't think so. But she takes the the necklace and she's like, I can't believe that this is what I have left of you. And just like her tone of disappointment when she said, like, I can't believe that this yeah. is how this is going to freaking end. After like, all this time, after yeah. all of this drama and heartbreak and love and ups and downs that like you're gonna leave you're having a baby with somebody else you're leaving the planet and all i got it's like it's like you want my my boyfriend went on vacation and all i got was this shitty t-shirt <laughs> my boyfriend yeah. left the planet and all i got was this shitty broken necklace necklace yeah <laughs> uh and then he kisses her or she kisses him or they kiss each other Whatever. I'm not pleased. Considering that they don't know yet that it was Tess that killed Alex. Yeah. He Mm. is cheating on his pregnant girlfriend. Yep. And not just with anyone, with someone he has a crazy history with. Yeah. It's just so not okay. And still is so madly in love with. Yeah. It's so not okay. And his response, too, when she says, do you love her? And he says, not like I love you. It's like, it's fucked up. You can't have both, Max, unless you're in an open, consensual, polyamorous relationship, which is not what's going on here. Ethical non-monogamy, which I think these kids had never heard of. Probably not. I'm sure. Because I definitely hadn't at that age. Yeah, nobody had. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it makes me so mad. Um, That's... It's like a, a really fucked up thing yeah. to do to both women. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as we're going to find out soon, uh, Tess is going to know that he kissed Liz. She's going to be able to see it. Which also is a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everything Tess does is fucked up, though, now that yeah, we know. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But we get a scene um, or a clip in this scene of Max crying, and I think that Jason does a really good cry here. Mm. Uh, it was very believable for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I feel like we don't see a whole lot of emotion from Max. He comes off as kind of robotic at times, which I don't, I'm not playing that up to Jason's acting at all. I think that is like a character choice no, in the, the way. Yeah. 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 But he comes off as like very unfeeling and robotic about a lot of things. So to Unless see him. anger breakdown yeah unless and it's we, anger. i mean we've seen him cry like a couple times mm-hmm. but i feel like those have been like really extreme extreme times and and like dramatic crying right like the white yeah. room or mm-hmm. well, like after he found out tess was pregnant didn't he like kind of have a freak out yeah he did he like kicked all the trash cans and stuff but this isn't that this isn't like an extreme situation or extreme reaction it's just mm-hmm. face acting this is yeah. just his face and it's it's very well done. Yeah. And then we see that our candies have uh, totally had sex. Had sex. Yeah. I was trying to think of some candy related euphemism, but you know what's a good <laughs> word to use for it? Sex. Sex. Because that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we find out that they only have a couple of hours left. Michael lets Maria know that he's leaving, and she just is very. She's so calm. calm and grown up about it. And she just is like, how much time do we have left? And she's, he tells her and she just like hugs him and settles in. And it's like, well, I just want to be present 
with you while I can be. And it's very sweet. Yeah. I did say out loud, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> when he says it. Because she's just like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Yes. I'm leaving. <laughs> Which, like, I get it. He had to say it. He He's already been having trouble saying it. He, yeah. you know, obviously tried at the crash down, backed out, tried before they had sex. Mm-hmm. She stopped him. It's something that he's having a hard time actually saying. So blurting it out is the best option. But yeah. she just had sex, presumably for the first time, with her first, like, big love. Mm-hmm. Imagine that roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but she handles it so well. Yeah, she does. It's unrealistic. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. unrealistic that a teenager would handle it that well. It's unrealistic that anybody would handle it that and well. Then, and we've I seen how how heightened Maria can be with her emotions. Yes. Right? She doesn't even have her essential oils. I know. How is she going to calm down without her cypress oil? Right? Well, she's got all those orgasm calmness happening. Yeah, she's got the... uh, (laughs) She's super chill. or whatever. And maybe there's some aromatherapy going on in those candles. Yeah. We don't know. Probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, hello. Michael knows her well enough to have a Scooby-Doo plate. He definitely knows which scents to have the candles be. So... Yeah. Right, right. Safe to assume. And then... Back to Izzy's room, and there is just so much crying in this episode. So much crying. Isabel clearly wants to stay, and Max guilts her. Yeah, uh-huh. and says, Earth isn't home. Whatever is out there isn't home. You are my home, as in, like, I need you with me to convince her to go. And she clearly wants to stay She's on her. She's not his fucking sidekick. Like, she should or make her own decision. Yeah. yeah. It's like as if he, I don't know if the show was trying to portray this speech as like a sweet brotherly speech or if Max was, or if it just that Max was, but it seemed to me like it was like supposed to be like heartwarming him being like, yeah. you are my home. But like, I saw the way right. you guys did that he was guilting her and it felt manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I did yes. not like it. Yep. I know I've said this before, but I hate Max Evan. <laughs> that is uh, in all caps in my notes for this scene. <laughs> I think he only keeps her around for selfish reasons. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. take into consideration into consideration her life. Like mm-hmm. her, how this is going to affect her long term. Yeah, no, he never does. It's just like, I, you're my comfort zone, so you have to come with me. <laughs> yeah, base, I mean, it's basically her saying, I want to stay, and him saying, no, you can't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like he always has. Yeah. And meanwhile, over at the DeLuca house, Liz is drowning her sorrows in some Sean. Um, <sighs> Baby. <laughs> if only. I know. Imagine, imagine the adventures we would have got had they gotten together. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was talking about myself, though, drowning, the, how nice it would be to drown oh. yourself in Sean DeLuca. But yeah, totally. Liz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, how supportive he is and how supportive he's always been with her. Like, Dude, from the mustard on the burger to this, where he just best. holds her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she basically, like, just broke his heart here. Like, he finally got her kissing him. Yeah. And then, and then turns she out starts all crying. Max. And yeah. what's what's his response to comfort her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all about like her and taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Right. What a man. 
What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Mighty, mighty good man. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, back at the Evanses, we see, um, well, the scene starts and we see Max and Isabel talking to their parents. And I think we're led to believe that they're actually speaking to their parents until Mm -hmm. it zooms out and you see that there's a camcorder and they're making a video for their parents. Um, and it seems like even in this video, they still, like, haven't told them the truth. Right. And they're just like, we are leaving. Yeah, we love right. you so Goodbye. much. You have Bye. been wonderful parents. Can you imagine raising children no. until they were 18 and then getting this fucking tape nope. <laughs> and never seeing them again? Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, also, they're going to, they crash the, they crash the Jeep. You know, in theory, to make it look like they died on the way out of town. I do feel like forensics could could find out, even with everything oh, all I'm burned sure. up, that there was not yeah that there, there was were no not bodies. bodies in there. Absolutely. And also, what is that? That just makes this look like a suicide, right? Type. <laughs> so, like, how confusing. is that any better than just saying we're, aliens, we're from another planet? Bye. And we have to go. Goodbye. Like, both, they're equally as jolting. They (laughs) deserve the truth. Their parents deserve to know the truth. Which is exactly what Isabel has been wanting to do. Yes. But she's not going to get that closure. No. It's so fucking frustrating. Then we're at the Valentis and we see what you were talking about of when uh, Tess kisses Max. She immediately knows that he kissed Liz Mm -hmm. and says this really disconcerting line of you won't remember her where we're going yeah um what Mm -hmm. and this is like our first indication of this concept that Mm -hmm. they're like not going to remember their lives on earth at all yeah or is she gonna mind warp him yeah either way it's a creepy fucking thing that she said yeah and the way she said it was also creepy just how detached from it she was yeah and how she just like skips on away afterwards out the door like what yeah then they go and blow up the jeep they like Mm -hmm. drive it off of a cliff wait do they blow it up and then drive it off the cliff i think they drove it off and when it crashed at the bottom it exploded okay yeah yeah i think they just used their powers to drive it off the cliff with no driver yeah but like was that absolutely necessary Probably not. I mean, in 20 minutes, they're going to wish they still had a car. I'm just right. saying. They fucked up their car. <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. And they couldn't have, like, left it for Liz or something. Like, it's TV, you know? It's like ownership right, or whatever. Right, yeah. She's like, you give me a shitty fucking necklace when I could have had a Jeep? What the fuck? <laughs> you give me a broken necklace and your perfectly good functional car is destroyed for no reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If I can't have it, nobody can. Fuck you, Max. Right. And Max says to Valenti, I need you to protect Liz, Maria, and Kyle. Which just Mm -hmm. annoyed me. Like, you are not their guardian. One of those people is his child. Like, he is protecting them. He's already protecting them. It's not your job to protect them. And he is also, like, a former sheriff and has proven time and again to be a good caretaker. Like, I think it goes without saying that he's going to keep, he's going to look out for them. Yeah. What is Max just like? Condescending. Okay, I'm leaving now. So, what? Jim's just going to what? You're in charge now, Jim. Yeah, right? like, what the fuck? Like, what do they think? What does he think that Jim is going to do now? Like, like, oh, well, Max is gone. 
fuck those other kids. Time to watch TV, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, what? Also, when they all walk away, like when they're saying goodbye to Jim, it first of all breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And then they all walk away in the middle of the fucking road. Yeah. <laughs> it's the middle of nowhere. Nobody else is driving down that road in the middle of the night. Or the early morning. It's morning now, isn't it? It's still dark. Okay. Because, I mean, it could be early morning, but... Yeah, it's probably like yeah. three in the morning yeah. or something. Because I know that they're all also in fairly dark... Well, not all of them, but most of them are in fairly dark clothing, <laughs> walking in the middle of the road in the night. I was just like, that's safe. You're going to make it to the If any cars come at them, they will just move them. I Yeah, fair. <laughs> And Liz uh, stayed at the DeLucas after her mm-hmm. weird experience with Sean, yep. it looks like, because yep. she and Maria are over there and they hear Amy, they hear Amy start to talk about Larrick. Mm-hmm. It's like she's reliving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Right. Yeah. She's talking like present tense. Like, we're yeah. here. He has a gun. Yeah. It's like all the flashes have fully pulled her out of reality and she is reliving it moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they did a a nice job with this, with, like, kind of exploring how memories would come back to someone Mm -hmm. after a mind warp starts wearing off. Um, Because it wasn't, like, all, like, suddenly she's like, oh, yeah, I remember this thing, you know? He's pointing a gun at my daughter. Right. And they've shown us, like, because this is how Alex died. They've shown us that mind warps harm the brain if done Mm -hmm. too much. That, like, it really fucked up her brain. And her memories. And smart, smart Liz puts the pieces together. Mm -hmm. The tap, 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 tap. Exactly. So we only see Amy for a second in this episode. Mm -hmm. But I do want to call attention to the fact that I believe that this is the last episode that Diane Farr is in. It is. Which means it's the last episode, obviously, that our beloved Amy DeLuca is in. And for (laughs) this occasion, I have written a little something. So here you go. She's cool, she laughs, she's full of glee. She's hot, she's sassy, she's Amy. So then we cut back to the Valentis, um, where they are there talking to Kyle, trying to get him to remember. Mm-hmm. And I laughed so hard <laughs> at him saying, No, she, there's no way I could have been mind warped. I would have remembered it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, Kyle, that's the whole fucking point of a mind warp. (laughs) I know. I wrote, Kyle doesn't remember being mind warped. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) And yeah, and this is when it all, it all comes back to him. Mm -hmm. And this is when we finally get like the full scene of Alex coming in and being like, you destroyed my mind. Like, why did you do this to me? And she killed him and made Kyle carry his body thinking it was Mm -hmm. luggage. I do want to point out that both times that because earlier when he saw Alex, it was in this same mirror. Mm -hmm. And then he went back to this mirror and looked up and saw him again. So I wonder if that wasn't a part of Alex being there. Like maybe Alex showed up and he was standing there by the mirror and saw him and then Tess Mm -hmm. made him leave. Because it's just weird to me that it was specifically the same mirror both times that triggered the memories. Mm -hmm. I think you're probably right about that. He probably did see him through the mirror on that day. And Nick's acting is really good here, too. Mm. Yeah. 
Emmys all around. Emmys yeah, all everyone. around. Emmys all around. Emmy for Nick. Emmy for Sherry. Emmy for Jason. Yeah. Emmy for Katie. Katie. Emmy for Brendan's lip quiver. Yes. <laughs> Specifically, Emmy. Emmy for Brendan's lip. Yeah. Specifically for his lip. <laughs> his bottom lip. But now all the pieces are finally put together and uh, Maria, Liz, and Kyle are off to try and catch up and stop the aliens from leaving with this murderess. And I didn't say this earlier, but I just want to point out that Maria's fucking sweater dress is so cute. (laughs) I love this dress. I love the colors. I love the cut. I love all of it. Looks fantastic. She's so cute. Um, so I did, it did give me a little chuckle seeing them run up and like, you know, bang on the door, which is solid stone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Because rocks. like, they're not going to hear you in there. No, no. they're not. This is <laughs> solid stone. I also, my first note for this scene is, what did they think that the banging was going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, luckily, uh, we have, you know, luckily our leader is a total misogynist. And when his friend Michael wants to stay on the planet. Yeah. Oh, I'll miss you, buddy. You can go. Yeah. And then Isabel is just standing there like. Like, are you kidding? I'm so mad. I hate Max so much. (laughs) (laughs) But but thank God that Michael is allowed to stay, because if that hadn't happened, like Mm -hmm. the door wouldn't have opened and, you know. Right. They would never have known about Tess. Yeah, they would have just all left with her. And she could have been mind warping all of them. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And to go back to when Max tells Michael that, you know, it's you've been a good, a good brother. You can stay. He turns to Isabel and says, I would understand. If you would understand, you would have understood when she was having a full on mental fucking breakdown in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Sobbing. And you guilted her yeah. into stay into coming with you. Yep. Yeah, and all it takes is for Michael to be like, uh, yeah, I think I want to stay. Right. <laughs> Whereas Isabel's sobbing and still she can't. Yeah. But he doesn't <sighs> own Michael, he owns Isabel, so you know. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. I wonder how many listeners we've lost by how much we <laughs> dislike Max. Well, you know what? He doesn't get a pass. No, he no. doesn't. And so Tess is like, none of this matters now. And calls Liz a bitch. Or like says Liz is a bitch to mm-hmm. Max, I guess. And that makes Max big mad. <laughs> you don't say, You don't talk about Liz. The love of my life. You're just the mother of my child. She's the love of my life. Yeah, so when they when they come in and it's Kyle that breaks it down, he's like, oh, yeah. she uh, mind warped me. She made me carry his body. I wish the only my only complaint about this, I guess it's not really a complaint. My only note about this interaction is that I wish that Nick would have given a little more anger in that scene. I feel like he wasn't angry enough mm-hmm. in that line delivery. But other than that, Emmy's all around. Yeah, still. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I also wrote Max is big mad. (laughs) (laughs) And also, do we think this? I have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Do we think that she was mind warping him and lying about the viability of the pregnancy on the planet? That is a very big possibility to me. I think it's like likely. I hadn't thought of it, but I think it is highly likely that yeah. that was all a manipulation tactic to hurry up 
the everybody else getting on board to go home because Mm -hmm. as we find out like she you know she has a deal with that with kavar to bring back the other three and where assumably they will like be put in prison or whatever or killed yeah and so yeah i mean i think it's highly possible that all of that was just an act I mean, having not having the baby probably not an act because she's promised to like bring the baby back to Kavar, but right, but yeah, that. The- but this whole time trying to get Max, trying to get yeah with Max, so yeah. she could get pregnant, yeah, and she doesn't she doesn't do that until Alex is already gone, and mm-hmm. so she are so she now knows how to get home. So there's no point mm-hmm. in getting pregnant if she doesn't know how to get home yet. Yeah, and she's in a hurry because she doesn't want anyone to figure out. She knows Liz is hot on her fucking trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's gotta speed this shit up and get the fuck out of this planet. Yeah, and yep. with and with the, I mean, accidental killing of Alex, she has also come to the conclusion that the mind warp will kill people, and she has mind warped a bunch of other people. So like, mm-hmm. the bodies are gonna start dropping. Right. Um, I do, there's not a lot of line delivery <laughs> from Tess that I say is good <laughs> because of the whole accent thing. Yeah. But, sorry, Emily, but. Yeah. I mean, she's phenomenal. She's great, but the accent is not. Um, I love her line delivery of, I'm your wife, Max. The fierceness and mm. like hurt and anger all together in that line delivery was good. I liked yeah, that. She mm-hmm. did deliver that well. I agree. Also, she says, like, you were a king. You weren't always like this. Okay, well, he was a king when Nisedo made this fucking deal. Uh-huh. So why is why are you sticking with this deal that was made against such a good king man or whatever? Like, it, that that didn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense. She just wants to go home at the end of yeah. the day. And she will do whatever she needs to do to get there. So it turns out that everybody stays except Tess and her fetus. Get on that granolith. Get out of here. Goodbye. So I made a reference that neither of you understood. And I'm hoping there are listeners out there who are going to understand what Uh I say. (laughs) What I mean when I say that this reminded me of Capri Sun. Because Capri Sun used to have these commercials where like... (gasps) Now do you know where where like yes! a person would like turn into memory. this like silver liquidy stuff? That's what this yes. was. It was Capri Sun oh silver God, liquid yes. coming out of the mountain. Thing. I don't remember this. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> now you know. I'm gonna have to pull it up. We'll share it. Well, I'll find an old commercial and I'll share it on our socials <laughs> so everyone can see. But you're so right, Capri Sun. <laughs> Is, wasn't it also like Alex Mack? Yes. Was it Alex Mack that also, like, became that, like, liquid? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The secret world of Alex Mack. I just wrote down, what is this, like, mercury or something <laughs> coming out? Yeah. It does. It looks like mercury, for sure. <laughs> um. So, I just have two more notes, which is that things suddenly seem to be just totally fine and cool between yep. Liz and Max. Yep. Totally fine. Yeah. Which he, is like, has his arm around her. They're, like, up. fine now. She's, like, yeah. hugging all up on him. No! 
No, Liz. As if he didn't, like, you know, not trust her and be with another girl and get her pregnant and, like, all the everything. And now, like, send that girl back to another planet by herself. Like. Then the other note is that someone asks him, maybe Liz, I don't know, what now, Max? And his response is, I have to save my son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he also, they he has another, like, little heartfelt moment before they start, like, cuddling on each other and shit. And I'm just like, okay, but guess what? I still haven't heard of fucking I'm sorry. No, not a, no apology at all. Nope. He's just like, well, I took care of one problem, so I guess that means I can have you back now. Yeah. Like, no, no. Ugh. Also, the ending shot of them all standing there. <laughs> I was like, what group of teenagers stands like that? <laughs> a group of television teenagers. Yeah. That's who. That's true. Standing dramatically on the rocks. So this is it, y'all. It is we it. We finished season two. We did. Do we have um, hot and a saucy nominations for this week? Now let's see who's hot and saucy. Saucy. Oh, jeez. I'm torn between using a sweet Michael on the couch opening up, you know, I'm torn between Mm -hmm. that and also torn between really pissing off our listeners. (laughs) Do it. Do it. And choosing Tess saying, I'm your wife, Max. I mean, that is saucy. Because I don't believe I've ever chosen Tess. I don't know that anyone has ever chosen mm-hmm. Tess and yeah, no. I don't know if Tess is going to be a part of season three I have no idea I haven't I've even avoided the like I've because you know I watched this probably three or four times for this recording and it tries to roll on into yeah. oh, season yeah. three and I've avoided looking at any of the descriptions of the episodes I <laughs> I'm totally blind for season three Good. so I am going to I'm going to I'm going to go with Tess. You know what? Like I've already made some controversial <laughs> statements about <laughs> Tess and Max and Max and Liz. So I'm going to go with Tess and her phenomenal or Emily and her phenomenal line delivery of I'm your wife, Max. Right. So here's the thing. Here is the a loophole that you can give it to Emily and it makes yeah. it not as bad. Yeah. That's, yeah, I would rather give it to Emily. If Tess is hot, it's just because yeah. the actress is hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so we're going to we're gonna make that official on the Got record. It. It's for Emily, <laughs> yeah. not Tess. Yeah. Mine is the unseen but imaginably very hot, hot, true love sex of Michael and Maria. And the com- I'm giving it to Aww. both of them together for their culmination of their true love for each other oh how can i follow that fuck (laughs) okay my hot and saucy are kyle (laughs) and sean but i don't know which one is hot and which one is saucy so you can leave that up to the imagination (sighs) yep that's my pick and i'm sticking to it we don't have 
Lisa here, but uh, do you have any questions for me as a first-time viewer? I was just going to say, because we haven't had Lisa's predictions in a while, and you just said you've been really working hard to avoid any spoilers or information about season three. So, Ashley's predictions, what do you see happening as we <laughs> roll into season three? Or what do you want to see happen? Okay, obviously, obviously Liz and Max are back together. It's been real nice having a season off. I think that Michael and Maria are going to probably grow a lot closer. I foresee a lot more sex in their future. Obviously, we talked about Amy not being there. So I'm curious to see what's up with the parents in season three. Like, they've already been pretty much absent, but I'm curious to see, like, if we don't get any DeLuca parents, are we going to get... Evan's parents like I don't I don't know um I think I'm hoping that Jim becomes sheriff again I just feel like that's where he belongs you know yeah I also think he belongs with Amy DeLuca but I guess that's out (laughs) I don't know if if Sean stays around I think it would be cool for him to be a part of the group but I also feel like he probably isn't gonna be in season three I feel like Especially after Liz made out with him and then was like, oh, Max. And now she's with Max. Like, I feel like he's probably just going to leave. If I was him, I wouldn't want to be around. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I guess probably the premise of season three is going to be saving Max's son. And I am very interested to see how different time moves on their planet when they find this baby will it be a baby Mm. will it be an adult Mm. will it be a teen who knows are we gonna have a time dilation yeah it's gonna be interesting i've also heard that there's just like a lot of leather in season three (laughs) so i'm interested to see the outfits that we're gonna get um guess we'll see all right I just find myself questioning, like, literally every scene with Tess in it <laughs> all the way back. Because, yeah. like, all the way back to, like, the beginning of season two when she pulls Alex to the side at lunch and asks him for a favor. Like, that's presumably when all of this started. So mm-hmm. then everything from there on out was probably a lie, if not stuff before that mm-hmm. could have been a right. lie. So, Yeah. I get it. I get why people hate her. (laughs) I'm sorry that I have opinions you probably don't agree with, but I am who I am. (laughs) That's what a podcast is for. That's why we have more than one host. Right. We want different opinions. And if everybody had the same opinion, life would be boring. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for this season finale. Stay tuned for our season two recap coming soon. As always, you can follow us on social media, including TikTok at Roswell Hot Sauce on all platforms. And you can find show notes, more information about your hosts and about our podcast at RoswellHotSauce.com. And you can email us if you have any pressing thoughts, concerns, or questions at RoswellHotSauce at gmail.com. Pass the Hot Sauce is produced and edited by Ashley Hullett. Our theme music is by David Belcourt, and our logo was designed by Billy Murray. Until next time, remember... Tess killed Alex. What?